Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the SMB Tech Talk. Today, we're joined with Jim Raposa, Research Director at Aberdeen. Hi, Jim. Hi, Sandy. Well, Jim, we're so glad to have you with us today to talk about how remote workers can really stay connected and productive as we shift into a hopefully a more post-COVID world. Uh, so in, today, a majority of organizations or employees are working from home. How has that really challenged both businesses and their workers, especially from an IT technology perspective? Yeah, you know, it's pretty interesting. We've been kind of moving towards this remote work world for a few years now, but to have this kind of go from 20 to 100 miles an hour, <laughs> which is kind of what uh, COVID and the pandemic and the, the shutdowns kind of forced a lot of businesses to do. From a realistic standpoint, some businesses were prepared to a certain degree to, to handle this and some were less so. Yeah, we did a very large recent survey looking at preparedness and resiliency for businesses and organizations across the spectrum. 41% said that they were completely unprepared for the impact of shutdowns and the pandemic, which is terrible, but also means 59% felt that they actually were prepared. I don't think anybody was 100% prepared for this, but but some businesses were definitely in, in a better position to deal with these challenges and these issues of remote work and, and not just remote work, but of basically everybody being remote workers, including IT. I think that, that gets forgotten a lot of times when we talk about remote work, but you're adding the challenge of being an IT worker who's most likely working from home as well to these issues. Yeah, we've seen a lot of what you expect from the classic challenges of you know, working out of a home office, especially people who weren't prepared. Those of us like like myself, who've been long time uh, remote and home workers, you know, we tend to have good offices and good setups for working. But a lot of people, you know, found themselves, you know, working from kitchens or bedrooms or whatnot. And, you know, there were all kinds of issues from that. You know, 22% of the, the workers in our survey were struggling with just interruptions at home, whether it's their pets or uh, roommates or whatnot. There was also the challenges of, of being able to communicate with other staff, colleagues, and IT. There, 18% of the, the people in our survey were, were challenged by technical issues of just staying connected. That's probably the most unfortunate one because there's really no reason businesses should have to be facing those kind of technical issues when it comes to remote work. You know, they went to their favorite remote communication, whether that's Zoom or Skype or Teams or whatnot, and thought that they could basically do everything that way. And they really kind of found out that they weren't ready to deal with that kind of full capability remote. They didn't really have that in place. And in fact, 27% of the, the businesses in our survey said that they were unsatisfied with their remote work capabilities since the start of the pandemic and shutdowns. Yeah, I mean, that's so true. You, you can never be 100% prepared for something that we're going through. <laughs> but the yeah. notion of everybody's remote, right? Not just, you know, one or two people. Yeah. In facing these challenges, are you seeing that businesses are hunkering down and looking to improve support capabilities or invest in new technologies? Yeah, you know, that, that was one of the most promising aspects of this survey that we recently did is that yeah, you could be forgiven to expect a lot of uh, sort of turtling, huddling in your shell kind of actions from businesses and from people in general. But but that's not what we saw across the board. You know, small businesses, large businesses, they are are looking to improve. They're looking to invest in new technologies, and they're trying to do so without restrictions. So when we asked businesses if they had any limitations in their ability to invest in new technologies. 58% said that they had no limitations whatsoever. That really jumped out at us in this survey because we didn't expect it to be that high a number. We expected it to be less than the majority. But really, businesses are saying they're, they're moving full speed when it comes to investing in technology. 
And out of those, 34% are, are increasing actually their investment in new technologies. There's definitely not a hunkering down. Uh, businesses are looking to improve. And specifically when it comes to remote work, when we ask them, what are the top things you're investing in? Remote IT support was one of the number ones. 72% of the businesses in our survey were investing in remote IT support. That makes perfect sense. Everybody might've had some level of remote IT support in place beforehand, but probably not something that was built for this 100% remote workforce. So we're definitely seeing businesses looking to invest, looking to improve, and they're investing in things like, for example, virtual desktop infrastructures. 65% of businesses are doing that you know, on top of their remote IT support investments. When we asked businesses, what were the key opportunities? What were the areas you were looking to improve, looking to invest in? 40% really were looking to enhance workforce flexibility. Even when this is over, there's going to be, it's going to be kind of a different paradigm. Obviously, people are already going back to work, but there's going to be kind of an expectation of workforce flexibility that coming out of this. So, yeah, we're definitely seeing a lot of these changes. That's so true. I mean, it's not just getting your head wrapped around being remote, but just the flexibility that you have to offer your employees going forward, given there's so many parts to this equation. Yeah. So as companies are thinking about this, what, what do you see as the key strategies or capabilities that organizations are leveraging to boost their remote worker capabilities? Yeah, you know, we said that the businesses are looking to, to build on their remote work strategies and they find these things really valuable. We asked, well, yeah, what are, what are things you highly value? And obviously remote work was highly valued. You know, 66% of our respondents found remote virtual desktops and those kind of things is very or extremely valuable. So they're looking to implement these, but the interesting thing to me is the type of things they're looking for. So when we looked at the businesses that we identified as leaders in this, the businesses that were most successful in areas like IT support and worker productivity and those things, it was interesting what they were looking for in remote capabilities, remote desktop and remote IT support. So out of the type of things that they were looking for, they were looking for obviously something that's cloud-based, hybrid capabilities. In our research, we often find that hybrid is sort of, to coin a term that's overused nowadays, <laughs> but hybrid is definitely kind of the new normal. It's the default for IT infrastructure in many, many ways. The whole past thing of like, oh, everything's on-premise, or no, we're going to move everything to the public cloud, has kind of gone away. And businesses are looking for solutions that are natively hybrid, that understand everything from operating this sort of seamless, integrated utilizing the best of both the private cloud and public cloud and on-premise capabilities. So, so that's one area. They're, they're also looking for AI. They're looking for automation. Great solutions nowadays are, are taking advantage of these technologies to really cut down on complexity, to really put more tools in the hands of workers. When we think of what we all do every day. You know, we've, a lot of us are, have outsourced our brain to our whatever our digital assistant of choice is to a certain degree. In, in an IT support solution, in, in an IT worker situation, you're not really outsourcing your brain, you're expanding your brain. It's you know, having that kind of automation and intelligence at, at your fingertips really makes you a better IT worker, makes you better IT staff, gives you basically the, the entire knowledge of your entire organization and other IT people. The other things we're looking at, we see these businesses, these leaders looking for, they really want that side of single pane of glass when it comes to managing and deploying these tools. They can't deal with the kind of classic siloed solutions, multiple systems and, and software for it to deal with different issues. They really need to be dealing with these remote workers and with IT from a single pane of glass. And as always, and even more so nowadays, they really 
need to have strong built-in security to ensure that they're really protecting their workers or protecting vital data, creating a, a safe workspace, even in these sort of work from home and remote work environments. You know, I love that outsourcing your brain to digital services that are available out there. Yeah. Jim, when people do that or companies are doing that and it's imperative to be able to shift that way, what are the tangible benefits that, you know, small and mid-sized businesses are seeing from outsourcing of the brain? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's interesting, you know, because anytime there's new technologies or, or improvements, I think at some business, there's this uh, impression that you're just doing it to, to do the new thing or the cool thing. But in our research here, we're always looking at what's paying off, what's giving ROI, what's delivering on its promise. And we see these businesses that, have, that are implementing remote work capabilities are utilizing virtual desktop infrastructures that are really taking advantage of cutting edge, hybrid, intelligent capabilities. They really see some significant benefits. So in our research, we've seen that these businesses, when compared to the competitors who aren't using these kind of remote work capabilities, they're 40% more likely to see increased agility and control over applications. So that they're just getting the right applications in the hands of workers. They know what's going on. There's none of this weird disconnected problems that you often see at businesses that are using legacy or not modern capabilities. They're seeing these businesses are 50% more likely to see better collaboration. Having tools that are built from the get-go with this kind of work environment in mind really boosts collaboration. These businesses, we talked about the importance of security and data security and regulatory compliance. Well, these businesses are doing these modern, innovative, today capable remote work and virtual desktop systems. They're two times more likely than their peers to say that they have increased security, better compliance. And when it comes down to, you know, we talked about the difficulties of working remotely, of all these different struggles. These businesses that put in these highly capable remote work and virtual desktop systems they're uh, more than two times, 2.5 times more likely than the competitors to get improvements in work or productivity. So, so definitely, aside from just updating and improving and future-proofing, which are all great goals and you should be doing, these solutions are definitely paying off on the bottom line as well. Definitely. So as we wrap up here, Jim, what are some steps that businesses can take to improve their IT to support both today's challenges and what the future might bring? Sure, sure. Yeah, I would say, you know, you really want to start with understanding your, your remote workers today. And that's what you talk about being unprepared. I think this is one of the key areas for everybody. When you started out in this, you might've thought what your old remote workers requirements were, but once it was basically everybody, the remote worker requirements definitely changed. So you really need to understand what you need for these workers who are in a work from home or mainly remote environments. You wanna have those kind of great collaboration and team capabilities. People talk about losing that sort of, you know, around the water cooler kind of, instant collaboration, but there are ways to keep people really well connected so they can still feel part of a team, still be collaborating together and be doing so in real time. Again, we've seen with those businesses that we saw in leaders, they really ensured that their remote work infrastructures have strong, highly integrated collaboration. It's really designed to let their teams work together in real time in the application environments that they live in. That's key. Every time you make people pull out of their work tools to collaborate in something else, they're not really collaborating. They're not really working where they need to. By building these kind of integrated systems, it really helps them do those kind of complex work tasks and, and processes that would be more difficult with legacy systems. Yeah, you know, we also find that remote can't be like a, a okay. Remote working remotely has to be just as good or better 
than working at a desktop. If you're using a virtual desktop system, it needs to be just as good or better than a physical desktop. You have to have great performance. It's got to be super fast. Anybody who experiences any kind of lag or, or delays, especially if when doing uh, remote work, that can really cut their productivity. And you can't really accept any limitations. It used to be, well, as long as it's okay. But I find that a lot of businesses expect virtual and remote systems to be better in some ways. You need to be able to meet all these requirements that might be lacking in traditional environments. Again, we talked about the, the importance of security. Your workers are often have sensitive content, sensitive communications. You, know, you really need to protect those vital assets and data. And, and often, depending on your business, you have really stringent compliance requirements. So you really need to ensure that your remote solutions are, are really secure from you know, intrusion, that they protect your data. From an IT standpoint, you want to have that really deep reporting and analytics to understand what's going on. You have to be able to deliver all the security without impacting performance or usability. And finally, you got to build for the workers of today and how workers are going to be working tomorrow. We talked about intelligent assistance. So you look at smart devices, the different types of communications and real-time uh, collaboration tools today. We're just seeing new technologies being built into everything. You need to be supporting things like an Internet of Things. You need to be supporting things like augmented reality. Some tasks require that, whether it's for IT or field service or things like that. You know, you need to have these really innovative tools that have to be like integrated support for your solutions. Everything's constantly changing. And, and we've seen that when a business deploys the right remote solutions, they're really ensuring that their workers have the tools that they need, that they're ready for these changing technologies. It really helps your business maintain a competitive edge, whether it's in the regular times or the times we're working in today. That's so true. I mean, when we think about not just today, but tomorrow, really that point around it can't just be okay, right? It has to be good and sustained and yeah. <laughs> how we all did it yesterday when we were in the office. Well, Jim, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate the dialogue and the conversation here around how we can all drive to the next chapter of how we think about remote working and reinventing our workplaces. If you're interested in more about HPE and how HPE can help you, please visit us at hpe.com forward slash small business.